0: New yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh I'm Philip Molina. This is Rogue Theory. We are gonna talk about some some bull stuff going on with Sony and Marvel and why the next Spider Man film apparently it's gonna be called uh Broken Home, because they are ruining children's lives. <laughs> Uh, but uh, or
1: adult who feel like children ruining our lives. That's most adults yeah. nowadays, Kids, I suppose, uh, <laughs> know the difference. Uh, Speaking <laughs> of uh,
0: adult children, uh, yeah. Eric Voss is here. Hi, hey, 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 I hey. have
1: the mind of a twelve-year-old, and I'm not ashamed.
0: <laughs> and I'm not afraid to share uh, Matt Beebe.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, uh,
0: Local, I was going to say local actor, but actually, I I believe the endeavor is to not be local in in your acting. Eventually. That's (laughs) the hope. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Residential. Uh, uh, And then James Allen McCune, old friend, uh, uh, producer, also actor, uh, star of uh, things that I've watched. There you go. You
3: sold that. I believe you. (laughs) Yeah, well, if I'm
0: not specific, you'll never know whether or not I saw those things. Uh, Guys, reminder, uh, oh, and I'm Philip Molina, by the way. Uh, Reminder, uh, also, you can listen to this show on the Rogue Theory podcast feed. It comes out way earlier than the video version, so make sure to go subscribe to that wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, on this episode, we have Rogue Theory's about a couple things, and a a sequel, an interesting sequel that uh, is uh, for The Matrix, which is crazy that they're bringing it back but yeah mostly we just want to talk about spider-man in the mcu or not apparently in the mcu anymore uh and also what that means for mcu characters also what it means for future spider-man movies also is tom holland on unemployment now like exactly what are the ramifications of this thing so uh actually eric just had a, a video talking all about this so just catch us up eric on just the facts of it
1: Okay, here's what we know. Deadline, earlier this week, released this story that was exclusive, so someone gave this to Deadline, who had insider information. Which is
0: why it feels like it's, you know, just one person could be pulling some
1: sort of power Right, right. We'll we'll talk about Mm. what what this could mean, but uh, essentially, after Far From Home uh, crossed a billion dollars, Disney and uh, Marvel, slash Disney and Sony were in renegotiations for what a third Spider-Man movie would be, and what the future of the character would be. Originally, the plan was to extend this deal where they share the character by two more movies, presumably a third Spider-Man solo film that had Spider-Man in the title, and then maybe another Marvel crossover film for Phase 4 or Beyond. Uh, And what Disney proposed, they wanted to go to the table with Sony and say, you have a couple other characters that, uh, you have a a Morbius the Living Vampire character, you have another Venom movie, we want to help you co-distribute those movies. Uh, Previously they had 5% stake in uh, financing and um, whatever box office total that brings in, plus all the merchandise for the Spider Man character. Um and now Feige slash Disney, whoever was in those negotiations, wanted fifty percent of co financing and fifty percent. So going up from five percent to fifty percent. Sony but will, flat will, out was willing
0: the co financing willing to pay willing to make the movie.
1: Uh yeah, and that includes yeah. presumably marketing, uh all the money that goes into it, but also all the profits. Uh, Sony said no. And they walked away from that uh, or they said no to that. And then depending on who you talk to, it sounds like Feige said, well, I don't want a part of this. And that's where we're at right now. But the fact that this was given a deadline means that presumably someone in that room or with details of that releases to the press. For a reason probably with an agenda to force one side back to the negotiation table or to paint the other side as a villain in this conflict to create things like what we're having right now, this conversation <laughs> yeah. over who's to blame. Uh, right.
0: Well, and then and then letting social media kind of hash it out and decide what, what needs to be done right. and then conveniently it'll work out. That's actually how the Sony uh, deal with Spider-Man happened in the first place right. is that it was so clear that I think Civil War was on the slate. So I mean, It was like, man, it'd be really fun if they could get Spider-Man. And then there was just this social media like- well, it was No-balling leaked. That fact. was when they. No, before it was that was the Amy Pascal right. uh, emails. But before oh, yeah. that, there was the energy of like, it needs to happen. And then social media, it feels like acquired the rights or something. You know what I mean? Like, they like forced that to happen.
1: Well, Ryan Reynolds forced Deadpool to happen exactly. using yeah. social Which media. Which was also leaks, yeah.
0: kind of a little bit of a BS leak, too. Right. Right. Because that, that animatic. Right. Yeah.
3: Right. The so, Amy Pascal leak is the only leak that I believe was real in the yeah, last Because there was a never foreign want. government
1: involved. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's
3: the only thing that was actually. Privileged information that shouldn't right. have gotten out. Yeah.
0: So we do want to get uh, into our rogue theories about what this could mean for the characters, and and that's kind of a lot of of what we do on here. Though I do want to acknowledge, yeah, rogue theory uh, that I that came true. An old rogue theory I had uh, way back in the days of New Rockstars News, I think it was, uh, when we were talking about James Gunn getting kicked off of Guardians. And then the way that all played out, we talked about on the show, we were like, it feels like it's being designed in a certain way for the general public to get outraged, demand that he get brought back, and then they'll rehire him, and then it'll be like, well, we did what we had to do, we fired the guy for the bad things, but then the public said we had to bring him back, and then that exactly played out. It kind of feels like we're getting a little bit of, there's my book there, we're getting a little bit of a repeat of that idea where they're like, hey, you know, isn't everyone outraged? I guess a thirty seventy deal doesn't sound so bad, does it, Kevin Feige? So, you know, I feel like it's those kind of manipulations happening.
1: I think we're all on the side. Anyone who's a fan of Spider-Man is just on the side of good Spider-Man movies. And lately, the best Spider-Man movies in all of our recent memory are the Tom Holland one through Civil War, through Homecoming, through Infinity War and Endgame, and through Far From Home. So we kind of want to extend that. But I think, I mean, going into our rogue theory, we have to ignore knowledge that despite the MCU version of Spider-Man being our recent favorite, Sony can totally have their own Spider-Verse independent of the MCU and have versions of those movies that we really like and could be better than what we know of Marvel Phase 4 right now. That might be an unpopular opinion. but Well,
0: it's not. Everyone is saying into the Spider-Verse, right? They're like, no, I guess Sony knows, knows what they're doing a little bit with this thing. Uh, so let's actually, you know, for a second Kind of pretend like this isn't the worst news we've had in a long time because uh, they don't have Iron Man, they don't have Captain America, and no, they don't have Spider Man. Just saying, but let's pretend that we're not our lives aren't ruined. Uh, and I just want to know, okay, well, what if Sony doesn't ruin this and they do specifically keep Tom Holland? What does that mean for a Spider Verse potentially that takes place over at Sony? Uh, I want to hear what you guys think those movies are going to be like. Are they going to be any good? Who are, What are they going to be about?
2: Sony has, I think, 900 Spider-Man yeah. characters or something. Uh, what are your pitches? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think with the success of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse that they could go back into the multiverse, uh, hmm. and then Spider-Man can have all of his spider compatriots uh, as his allies, and then, like you said, they have a bunch of villains as well. Interesting. Uh, so Do you, would you bring those say in. like they would leave the mcu that way like, um, like, i mean it, I felt a it's portal. a good way to explain it right because suddenly <laughs> yeah, the avengers of. are gone and yeah. uh tony stark is gone and uh it, it explains it right oh they don't exist in this universe problem solved or well, is
0: it the same tom holland spider-man or is it like this dimensions tom holland spider-man
2: i think they'd be crazy to get rid of tom holland yeah. Yeah. but they're both tom in. holland just
0: was one yeah. our mcu one and like his other alternate dimension version
2: of him, or are you imagining the one we know is the one that travels to another? I dimension? think he's the one who travels to another dimension, uh, and then the Avengers aren't there, and so maybe they just tidally wrap yeah. it up quickly, and, and then he they also move chooses on. not to talk about
1: it very much, right? <laughs> and never right. say any of those characters. I think names that's again. the key because the moment you bring up the blip or the snap, those are properties of the MCU. I right. think it's kind of just like the Peter Parker, Tom Holland we've known who just never talks about his old friends ever again. And his suit is not the Iron Spider. It's a new one that he kind of makes on his own. Like, they're going to have to find some kind of legalese scripting.
3: Well, with the Venom situation, they they could very easily just give him the Venom suit. and sure. they, The symbiote you mean? Uh, yeah, the symbiote. And I think that'd be a great opportunity to mix in uh. like Carnage. If we mm-hmm. if they are to do like a Carnage Venom movie to start introducing Tom Holland's Spider-Man into it, he could very easily be like, I don't know. Have a very convenient case of amnesia and need to like remember who he is or something. But the symbiote uh, would remember how he because I, I didn't really see Venom. Did, did that's That's was it still in, inspired by Spider Man or oh, was it? it?
0: It was this weird thing where it was completely a Venom storyline with Eddie Brock and it still followed a lot of the same rules. The symbiote came from the same place. There are still references to Spider Man. There just is or to to, to the Spider Man universe. Okay, but Spider Man is definitely not part of it. But Going back in through Venom, I think is definitely interesting. I know you felt like the tones are wrong. Yeah, uh, it's
1: and, uh, that right now like the Tom Hardy version of Venom just feels so tonally different. Like the true, the reason Venom is a popular character is because he's derivative of Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that Ruben Fleischer's Venom missed out on. It's not just that he's inky and black and kind of bad and a bit cannibalistic. It's because like <laughs> it started as a black Spider-Man suit, and what would happen if a character who hated Peter Parker, was super envious of his career, what if something that used to be attached to Spider-Man feeds off that and it turns into this a character with a life of his own but I think that order of it is essential to Venom's origin in his story. So it felt like the Venom movie was missing that. So maybe we could retroactively go I think that's a great idea. That would be probably, you know, Sony's best Bloody way forward. Cob, Venom Spider Man yeah. movie. Yeah, that would be yeah. super be. cool.
3: If they teamed up against Carnage, because Carnage is like my favorite of the the Rogues gallery for Spider-Man because he is He's a maniac. He, like, takes yeah, everything that killer. Venom could do but doesn't. Well,
0: it's like the, the Joker got the symbiote or something, right? Yeah, it's just, it's like, so it's like, brain. Yeah. So
3: if, like, if if then they introduce the, the Venom team up with Spider-Man to go after Carnage, that would be really interesting. And I would love to see, like, a really gritty, like, Joker-style Carnage movie where we kind of get this, because there's so much, uh, like, adult stuff that could come from having a serial killer as a, a symbiote. That we just won't see in the Marvel universe because yeah. it's just too dark.
0: Yeah, like this sh- straight up like he gets home and he's like, "Hey, where's Ned?" And his skin is just like yeah, super dark sort of uh,
2: symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rad. Oh, and God. I know you say it's like kind of a tonal difference, but. I- I mean I think Tom Holland's growing up Spider-Man's growing up he's gonna be out of high school soon and so maybe you can like the Spider-Verse can grow up with Tom Holland a little bit and it's not like
3: he doesn't have like adult things like he's got trauma like real big trauma he's gotta deal with so uh like they could very easily that in that tone,
1: yeah. You let Tom Holland grow his beard out, and then oh, he comes that, home one day. Can he? Well, then he <laughs> CGI one on him there. Someone stopping yeah, him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, uh, <laughs> get the guys who did Superman, took off Superman's mustache to put Maybe mustache <laughs> on yeah. uh, no, they, uh, the corridor. They've
0: learned the corridor. from their
1: mistakes, they know what the yeah. Get the corridor crew the deepfake guys too. to oh, yeah, deep fake yeah. a yeah. beard onto Tom Holland, and yeah, he reacts to his friends getting skinned, mutilated, beheaded, <laughs> turned into furniture. And uh, and now we got a good movie with Woody Harrelson. Fighting of a little boy and also (laughs) Tom Holland.
3: Or or Tom Holland, his Spider Man, gets into this universe, completely snaps, he becomes a serial killer.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Then you get carnage from him,
3: and then Venom's out to. Well, what's stopping
0: him from doing that right now? You're saying the actor Tom Holland, (laughs) yes. In real life, yeah. I mean, he's
3: an acrobat. He, yeah. he would Zero flip killer over plus acrobat unstoppable that'd be incredible <laughs> yeah. uh
0: okay my my pitch I do actually really like I kind of like more than than my thought on it is the going in through Venom route interesting idea to throw him through a portal or something uh which was who knows how that would happen. like it's just like hey that sidewalk fell open or whatever, and then he goes through it, whatever it is. But yeah, he introduced him with a, a kind of Buddy Venom movie or something. That'd be really interesting. You, I know you mentioned a, a like a Ragnarok kind of feel to that, which is also kind of fun. Um, but for me, it's also like, well, Sony has the rights to all the classic Spider-Man villains. Mm-hmm. So they could really do, I mean, any of the Spider-Man stories that we know and, and really like are... Available at Sony, so as long as the right creative team behind them is, is there, so I still want to see you know a Hobgoblin story, um or or I, I mean obviously I think we we have to do uh, a Gwen Stacy introduction and mm-hmm. story and you know introduce Captain Stacy and and I think that all of those things can very much definitely distract from where we've we've Spider Man in the MCU here's it's not a critique but it is a a problem if the only movies we're ever going to get of Spider Man in the MCU are these two movies is that one of them was great, this feels like Spider Man. And then immediately, like every other reference in, uh, to Spider Man in Civil War and also in Infinity War and in, in End War, uh, Stealing uh they scale up so fast where he's. You know he has to say,
3: "I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man."
0: He has to like make that reference a lot because we don't know him to be that. We saw one movie where he kind of was grounded, and then he literally is in space for multiple <laughs> movies, and it does feel a little bit like there's. It's almost hard to recover from that of of now. Send him back in the neighborhood, but if you do go back to Sony and you. You don't make references to the fact that he went to space. You also do have him say maybe flat out, I need to get back to basics. I shouldn't be wearing a billion-dollar suit that auto-kills for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm a genius myself. I was already working on a suit. I came up with these cool goggle things, right? Like, I'm going to make my own new suit. He's not really acknowledging that he can't say the Iron All Spider right. suit mm-hmm. and he can't say Iron Man. Uh, and he goes back to basics, and then we just put him on kind of our traditional path. But the key is the only way it works is you have to keep the same creative people behind it. Even though Kevin Feige is clearly the the puppet master that pulls the strings brilliantly, there are plenty of people that are not Kevin Feige that are doing a good job with this. And you know what? Even if it is people that, that guided uh, Into the Spider-Verse, who guided that? Amy Pascal and um, Lauren Miller. Miller, but also somebody else at Sony Tom made Rothman. Venom uh, not terrible. Yeah, Tom someone? Rothman? Tom Rothman, yeah. They and then have, have Avi Arad Rod,
1: who's kind of guiding all these things as well, but... He's been there forever. And,
0: well, and he—I don't want to bring him up actually. He's, been he's also all done all some Spider-Man stuff that wasn't as good movies. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so essentially I'm just saying go back to basics that's what that's what you would call it even right It's like yeah. Spider-Man back to basics I mean that
1: would be the easiest way forward because if you just look at how Far From Home ended even Kevin Feige said after you know after that movie came out what his ideas were for a third Spider-Man movie and he just wanted to do a Peter story he's like he's becoming his own man so he's almost yeah. giving Sony their way forward and we've done plenty of videos explaining how there's enough there for a Sinister Six movie for sure um, based off of clues that we've seen in Homecoming and Far From Home there's enough like villains in that world to where all you need It's just one strong leader, whether it's a Mysterio who's not actually dead, and -hmm. then you just need his public counterpart, uh, someone who's like J. Jonah Jameson, who's beating that drum and turning Spider-Man into a villain and making him vulnerable. Like uh, You're right. All they need is a creative team. They need Holland, and they need uh, John Watts, I would say. They need their screenwriters who's been uh, working with them and making those movies so funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess we'll have to see how much of a magic touch Kevin Feige had. But realistically, they could make a good Spider-Man 3 Sinister Six story event crossover story that does not all reference the MCU as much as that would kind of break our hearts a little because I think the promise of Spider-Man is his connections to the other Marvel heroes. They they could do it. Uh Spider
0: Man is definitely the one that like shows up everywhere, right? Every character right. gets a Spider Man time in. So that'd be the bummer for sure. Yeah. Or like a version.
2: So
3: much. I apologize. Sorry, go, go on. Oh. No, he, well, I, there's different versions. There's so many versions. We were talking about oh, Spider Woman. We we mm-hmm. I haven't read anything about her reference to her story is very independent from Peter Parker or, you know, any of the mm-hmm. other versions of Spider Man. Like I wonder if they we didn't know legally if they have the rights to Spider Woman, but like
0: yeah. yeah, that I, would be a really interesting thing a, to time. I'm in. gonna assume that they do, honestly. So just name yeah. spiders they, they, in the name. Well, and they maybe? have 900 characters, and I would yeah. run out pretty quickly of, yeah. who, of the names I know.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: all i all guess. But you're you're thinking maybe uh, find a different angle in for spider people,
3: right? Yeah, I mean, especially with the idea that Spider Verse began by showing every every Spider-Man that you have seen exists within the same multiverse. Right. So like technically even yeah
0: didn't Toby Maguire voice uh, uh, a Spider-Man in Spider-Verse oh, uh, no like it that. was Chris
3: Pine and uh, but no, I think Oscar in like,
0: Isaac
1: or, voiced uh, Miguel O'Hara
3: I mean I
0: might be totally making this up but it sounds like real kind of trivia or whatever there's a, a voice at some point you hear and it's a Toby Maguire oh. voice or something like that That one's surprised John me. Mulaney as Spider-Ham the, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Nicholas I'm, I'm Cage, wrong yeah. about every oh, aspect man. of it. Uh, or maybe it is the fact that they show him uh, dancing, but that actually is the other Spider-Man. Well, they they show know. all yeah, yeah. of the,
3: like, from both Mark Webb's Spider-Man and Sam Raimi's, yeah. like, you see different vignettes from both those movies. So it's, like, technically, hypothetically, every single universe we've seen is in this multiverse. Right. And so you could have, you could have like, the the animated, you know, like, uh, Spider-Verse portal open up, suck uh, Tom Holland out That'd in, be great. into... <laughs> The, uh, like the Venom universe or into another totally separate universe that he has to find his way back um, and maybe that could be like a whole metaphorical like sure. finding your way back to the Marvel universe thing I mean
0: weirdly Spider-Man does have stories that sound a lot like that too yeah yeah, yeah. Like I mean it could consistent. work with I mean, the reason like,
1: there is a Mo- Marvel multiverse is because arguably the Spider-Man character, they kept rebooting him in different other incarnations, and they're like, well, how do we justify all this? Okay, what if there's just a multiverse? And then they started to tie in other heroes into that multiverse, but like, Marvel Comics would not exist without the Spider-Man character. Like, Mm -hmm. he was the most popular thing that kept it alive through the decades where other properties weren't doing as well. So, like, the whole idea of the multiverse is a Spider-Man notion. So, Sony has the leverage on its side. Like, as much as we're we're fans of the MCU, this is the best version of Spider-Man, in my opinion, that we've seen in live action Action. But, I mean, if Sony wanted to gain control of this narrative right now, all they would have to do is just get one of their graphics people to take their phase lineup and say, okay, here's going to be our next movies over the next three years. We're going to have a Spider-Man 3. We're going to have a Spider-Man and Venom story. We're going to have all the other symbiote stories. We're going to do a Harry Osborn story. We're going to do a live-action Miles Morales and a live-action Gwen Stacy. And we're going to end with a Sinister Six. And I'm like, "God damn, that sounds a lot more exciting than Marvel's Phase 4. Well, mm. and, and yes, and also Marvel can't do a lot of those
0: stories even if they do keep Spider-Man which is a real tough thing like the character they've done such a great job with that they can put him anywhere it's kind of like Hulk right? where Hulk they don't have the rights to give Hulk his own movie anymore so they're just like well let's do a good job putting that character everywhere else they kind of did a a better job with Spider-Man Okay, I, I think we're all kind of on the same page about what Sony could do I'm still mad at it. yeah. I'm mad at it all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me too. Mad at everyone. Yeah. But uh, speaking of this mad thing, this is just me me spitballing here. I feel like there is a. I, I'm getting a sense of um, this anger <laughs> that's rising um, in the fan fandoms. Are people gonna boycott a, a Sony Spider-Man movie?
3: I don't think it'll have an effect because the fact that people watched Venom in the numbers they did. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are brand. They, they have brand loyalty
0: worldwide. I think right, it's something it's eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, it's
3: it's. It, yeah. I don't think people have brand loyalty like that. I think people. Your average consumer is just going because they like the idea of a thing, not because they care about mm-hmm. how it was made. Well,
0: but, how many people, even in our audience, are like, wait, which one was Sony? And, right. You know, which one's Izzy? Like keeping track of those. rights is I not. just
3: learned about the Hulk today yeah. that he that the, the, the Hulk and She-Hulk is is with Universal. I had no idea that that was a separate thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, weirdly with, with Dracula and Frankenstein, I think, and, oh, and the Wolfman. Wolf oh, Really? Yeah, that's yeah. all universal. They're all universal. Wow. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Weirdly.
2: That's wild. I yeah, understand. I can't wait to see them together. The yeah. people who are upset enough to threaten a boycott are like the biggest fans, Yeah. so they're not going to miss one of these movies. It's yeah. kind of a... Or they, they might like torn it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll, they'll find other yeah. ways
1: to bootleg, watch it, you know? So, it's I'm just going to be free press. I'm not going to give it my money. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm 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 like, I'm a scab or whatever it is that you would say, like, I have to see it. I feel so bad if I didn't see it. See it.
1: i mean if it's good people will see it that's, yeah, that's kind true. of the sad calculus of this like whether or not you are happy about this if it's still a character that you love and they're they're doing it in a good way and you love that trailer it's yeah. not gonna stop that's you. a
0: that's a good point to make you know what took me years to see spider-man 3 the uh, the Top oh, one yeah, the, I, I mean the, Man those Venom. those reviews came out so quickly about how bad it was that i couldn't bring myself to see it if I, I was like oh it'll break my heart so I guess if they make a really bad right one, well wasn't maybe? Spider-Man
1: 3 the one where the plot was leaked by Ain't It Cool News and then like early on there was negative buzz about oh. it am I wrong oh, maybe. In that? I, don't I think remember. that guy I mean, was like oh, they got Sandman in this one and it doesn't really work <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, th- yeah. you know what though yeah, Sandman that,
3: that like little thread had one of the best moments in like in, in um, superhero history with like him initially getting his powers like that that like that was a really beautiful beautifully done narrative weird little
1: short film yes in a, uh, a
3: it I me movie. so mad for the rest of the movie because yeah. going back and seeing it recently i was like oh my god if they had just focused on even just sandman which is the least interesting of all of those villains you saw this recently were you trying to watch far from home and you accidentally <laughs> selected the wrong <laughs> one I like, oh, no i have just been <laughs> pressing buttons this is all day. pretty good <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, no it, it's it's just like a it's a really well done moment you can tell had a lot of potential yeah. I don't know, there's 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 always something really interesting.
0: Well, that's one of the, the like, the biggest, uh, the thesis behind New Rockstars is the idea that all these things are uh, so, there's so much money behind them and so much uh, quality talent behind them that there are, are artists uh, working at the highest level that are ruining these movies. Like, and what, what I mean by that is that these people have the ability to, to make the most amazing thing you've ever seen and then sometimes they just really don't uh and so it doesn't surprise me that there's like a sequence that they they really nail and then they ruin the rest of the movie oh man there's
3: always something wonderful in something that's really frustrating because it's especially i think spider-man 3 wasn't i mean it's not it's not my favorite movie to say the least but like it's it's certainly had all the it had no reason to fail And it just, like, from an audience perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what made everybody so upset was that it could and should have been great, and it just wasn't. And so I think that this is why everyone's scared is because we have no reason for the next Spider-Man iteration to be bad from either camp. And if it is, that is – they have every resource, and that's what people are scared about. It's like this this could screw up what is – what it, well, it could be limitless potential and it, it's that's what's frustrating me anyway like
1: that's very true because the one thing that you can say about Feige is he knows how to guarantee consistency yes you know so whether or not like every other movie studio that tries to do super adaptations they have some great talent behind it but somehow they screw it up mm-hmm. whereas Feige even with like people who uh, un- inexperienced directors can guarantee a solid B plus at least of a movie that still fits in with everything that oh. doesn't you know scare people away even the first Thor you had Kenneth Branagh work out. I know. That's the that's just a sure great good example of
0: out. one of the best working like filmmakers. Of they they bring him in and it's like. Oh, I don't
1: know about this. Like, yeah. like he, I don't think he nailed. I mean, that what that is personally. the worst MCU movie? Right, Thor: Dark World. Dark World. Yeah, yeah. Like, and even that movie, I, I would like still put Dark up World a. World more than it's I like Thor One, personally, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah. a C plus B minus of a movie. It's which is pretty good for the worst. of Pretty probably, good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's no fan four stick. It, it's you know, mm-hmm. every time we say that, I always hear Mister
0: Fan Stick, yeah, semi fan Thor Stick, yeah
1: but I, I guess the question is now where does this leave the MCU right yeah, can the so, MCU survive this
0: so don't segue yet because we have a quick break to do I uh, know uh, we're breaking now Yeah. Uh, so uh, before we talk about where that leaves the MCU uh, let's give some shout outs to some people that have it coming they might be us okay we're back and real quick what if they got rid of Tom Holland and rebooted it again how bad would that be I have an idea <laughs> to usurp
3: this okay so Tom Holland's just objectively fantastic, right? Yes, so,
0: Mr. Van Forstick. <laughs> so
3: they can't have Spider Man. Did they say they can't have Tom Holland?
1: No, they can have Tom Holland. Tom Holland can write the deal. Holland, with Sony. Yeah, so we'll Tom Holland anyways.
3: just shows up one day as a different character.
0: Oh, we would so support <laughs> that, right?
3: <laughs> just a new guy who looks a whole lot like yeah. he who shall not be named legally. And. At the end of it all, okay. maybe maybe there's some kind of like reality bending. I was trying to find like an X Man who can who can shift perception of reality. There's a bunch of uh, them.
0: Scarlet Witch. Can. What Seems I did so. find yep. in
3: my research though is is that Marvel. You
0: love that you researched it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I was like all, all
3: week. It. I was like, how could you have somebody come in and uh, like stir the pot? Yeah. And so I can't wait till Tom Holland reads this email you send him. Oh yeah. Please
2: idea. call yeah. me back,
3: please. No, there there is uh, there's a a number of X Men entities like Phoenix and stuff that can like, that could really screw with reality. Right. So like we have one of those that comes in, it could, it could be the most powerful, uh, quoted as the most powerful mutant, which was Santa Claus. That is a canon Marvel I character. I Feel like I've heard that at some point. Santa Claus is in the Marvel universe, and, and Tom
2: Holland looks just like Santa. Claus. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's no, where we're going. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have somebody Young who is Santa. this chaotic
3: neutral, right? Like he just does he does whatever he wants. But he is he could have Santa is chaotic neutral. It, he could he just has this weird prerogative, right? Just giving presents
0: to everybody. Sure, guess, yeah, but okay. he has a
1: good list and a naughty list. He's he's neutral. He's judgmental. Well, no, because
0: we don't know what his endgame is yet. Yeah. Well, we don't <laughs> Why know is he trying to get on our good he side? Well, he's below. behind Big
2: Call. What if Santa? <laughs> That's what, what if Santa yeah. snaps right
3: and decides to mix up reality suddenly Tom Holland's a new character and eventually has to work his way back into being, being Peter Parker and everyone feels like something's wrong but they don't know what yet it
0: can't be Peter Parker
3: though oh well yeah amend e- e- but I actually like
1: that we worked in Santa Claus into another episode of Rogue Theory isn't that, isn't <laughs> yeah. that wild he sees to you when you're sleepy that he knows when we're away. <laughs> wouldn't that be yeah.
3: great if he just showed up as like the big bad next to the Silver
1: Surfer or something and he yeah. just like yeah. crushes yeah. the Silver yeah. Surfer like yeah. a
3: Pepsi can he weighs down <laughs> Silver Surfer's
1: surfboard and he can't fly with it <laughs> Santa's hanging
3: from it. Yeah, <laughs> no, there, that would be. I just, I was just trying to find some like way to like. Reality gets mm. kind of confused, and then we have Tom Holland as somebody else, and he eventually becomes. Peter Parker win the rights. Yeah. Hopefully, I feel like the only not.
1: way you can get rid of Tom Holland is if you're making Spider-Man Miles Morales now or Gwen yeah. Stacy. That's the only way I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm sure there's a lot of people who will not like that for other dumb reasons, but that's, I think, the only way Spider- you can justify Spider-Man's redneck. He always will be. <laughs> can you imagine Spider-Man out in the boonies? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. There's nothing to swing from. Just me, webbing can't. a gunner's mouth. Shut. <laughs> it's never higher than a tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's one... Awesome rogue theory on how the MCU could survive without technically having the rights to Spider Man anymore. They to keep Claus. Tom Holland <laughs> and, and Santa Claus puts them on his uh, good boy list. Uh, okay, how else? So, how else is this going to affect not only the, uh, the MCU, but how else could the MCU still thrive without, honestly? I, I mean, I muttered it earlier, but they don't have Iron Man, they don't have Captain America, and now they don't have Spider Man. Well, I th- we can worry about the other ones, but who can, uh, and you know, jumped in my head really quick, who can take your breath away? Uh, huh?
2: Huh? Who can uh, uh, replace Spider-Man and, and fill that void? I am so excited that Disney just got the X-Men back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I want them to reboot the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. They can start him off young, because I love that like Seven young Spider-Man. energy that, <laughs> that Tom Holland brought to the MCU. But if they come back in, and you have like young Xavier, you could have Archangel, you could have Iceman, like, uh, anybody, just start them off young and they can be the, the sort of new young presence, like growing into the next generation of Marvel superheroes. Yeah, well, you were a big fan
0: of Muppet Babies, yes?
2: Who uh, uh, wasn't, though? That might have been before. Me. Oh, are or you after kidding? After my me? time? After oh, my yeah. time.
0: Way after your time. Yeah. I think yeah. they're all of our
1: times. Muppet Babies. They're the still big now. What are you talking it. about? <laughs> I'm <Definitely laughs> saying that after idea
0: of time. just like the very excited, like, ooh, anything, the young version, I'm so excited. More excited oh, yeah. about the
2: X Men in general and just getting a reboot. X Boys? ex children, yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, okay, so you're so who in the X Men are you saying is like like that's
2: gonna be our Spider Man equivalent? Um, I think Archangel would be good. Hmm. Um, that'd hmm. be a fun one. We haven't seen him really. You need someone Kinda. wacky though,
3: because like Spider Man had this like sarcastic energy that's like very you know. There's Deadpool, which is basically just uh, Spider Man if he were uh, uh, vulgar and a murderer, uh, but. Yeah, you need <laughs> someone with like quips, you know. Like Sp- Spider-Man's got this potential to be uh, super, Humorous. super funny mm-hmm. and weird yeah. morph.
1: Yeah, I think what they're like, I think something worth keeping in mind is yeah, Spider Man's a crown jewel. I'm sure Marvel hates to lose him, but like when you're watching a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, are you watching being like, oh, God, why isn't Spider Man in this? (sighs) Or you're watching Black Panther? It's like, this is great. You don't need Spider Man to be in everything. So why not just like build the universe out from what you already have? Like Shuri is an amazing character who is similar to Peter Parker in a lot of ways. He's hilarious, is young, is a genius engineer. Like, I wouldn't mind if she kind of becomes what Spider-Man currently was in Phase Three. Uh, She could become that new Phase Four kid who's reacting as a kid does, who has like a reference base and is a bit smarter than than the adults in some ways. Like she could be that. She could be that role. Uh, You have characters like uh, young Groot could be like the next like youth (laughs) character of the the Marvel Universe. You have the Eternals. The Eternals is going to have like some kids. I don't know how excited I am about the Eternals yet. They do have some plans in the works to have like that we don't have to worry about like right now is johnny storm going to be the new i mean deadpool could be the new spider-man of, of the marvel universe like they do have a way forward it's just like spider-man just kind of has it all right there and everyone knows who spider-man is uh personally i would love if just deadpool becomes what spider-man is either like the ryan reynolds version or if they have some new kind of in, younger incarnation of deadpool In and i mean maybe version. if deadpool goes back to high school or something, yeah. uh, uh, because I do think one of the reasons I, I don't like Sherry uh,
0: filling filling that role is because I mean she's probably like a trillionaire, you know what I mean? She has access. She's a princess. To, yeah. She's a princess. She she has access to everything, and so Peter Parker is is brilliant. A little side route the MCU went with it is they made him seem real dumb. Like you know what I mean? Like he does common not, sense. He, Mrs. Allen common yeah, sense exactly. is book smart. So he he. Yeah. It, there are some moments where he does some amazing science uh, knowledge dropping, and you're like, oh right, and that's the the version of the MCU, and that totally worked for me. Actually, he is you know in in line with Star Lord. Right, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. and they have a the very fun banter too. Right, the Robert Downey Jr. version of "I'm smarter than everyone here" and "I'm going, you know, ten miles a minute" or whatever is fun for somebody else to do, but to me, that's what what Spider Man is. Mm-hmm. So I, I like. I need it to be this this youthful energy. But you, you were talking about this, uh, or in general, we were talking about how the Russo brothers keep trying to ruin your life. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. uh, and so they, they said that Nova You still was, haven't found the Easter egg Yeah, and that Nova was an Easter egg yeah. at the uh, end of uh, Endgame. Uh, and they're like, just kidding, Eric. <laughs> He's yeah. not. Yeah. They talk stop, directly stop to looking. me. Everything
1: they say is yeah. direct to me. Yeah, yeah, Nova would be great. So Nova, Nova would be yeah. really interesting yeah.
0: Nova, uh, because Nova, if you guys aren't familiar, is a uh, high school kid, basically. Uh, and, and they Ryder. did kind yeah. of Richard Ryder, and they did set up that idea a little bit. With he is to so the Nova Corps, which we we saw in the Guardians movie, has been wiped out by Thanos. I did, we didn't see it happen. But we have to assume dry. they're gone. But yeah. yeah, they're all gone. So that happens in the creation of, of Nova. That's his origin. There's one last Nova Corps member. It, it could be the John C. Riley character or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that person essentially pa- hands off that you know the mantle of the Nova or whatever to this high school kid. Uh, and then he's like super powerful and amazing but he's also just a high school kid and when he like tries to go back to school he like missed too many years too so he's kind of dumb <laughs> like and then he he ends up joining a bunch of other dumb kids too like it's just all that energy that I used to think when I would read it I'd be like eh I don't know if this could be ever like pulled off in some some epic way, but the MCU has pulled off dumb so well so many times now that it's actually more fun to be the dumb
2: idiot than the, the genius. Yeah in, in that world at least. Yeah, yeah, the nice thing about Nova too is he can go to space and it seems exactly. like Marvel's spending more and more time up in space. Uh, yeah, it would yeah.
0: it almost is like they treated Spider Man like he, you know, was Nova or something. Yeah. 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 They so, can
1: build their next uh, universe cosmically. So they, they're bringing in characters like Adam Warlock, Silver Surfer. It's all taking place off-world. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where MCU should go. They should less worry about finding characters on-world, unless they're the X-Men, and see what else is out there in the universe. I mean, they kind of
3: have to, right? Because yeah. after
1: Thanos, you have this,
3: like, god-tier um, villain. You kind of have to go above that and the intimate stories are like great and I want more of that because I feel like I connect to it a lot more than these like you mean, like intimate yeah you, that would be fun the whole like sexual doesn't the universe we
0: pitched a number of times that the MCU needs to start jumping genres and Right. a right. couple things doing a horror doing a mystery or whatever Rom-com. but let's do some late night a integrated
3: <laughs> porn universe super sex would
0: be porn. really hot I yeah. Mean, yeah or it's just vision playing every part we're dreadful just,
3: there's a lot of really messed up ideas <laughs> with Within the Marvel universe, that would lead to a very upsetting oh, adult yeah. world. Like just just the old Jessica Jones thing, yeah, By Jessica itself, Jones. was like, oh, that's messed up. Like that potential is really, really freaky. So like, it could get way worse than that yeah. down the road. Yeah. especially with the Hulk. How's that work? very well. Well,
2: I'm just <laughs> yeah. in a lover squirrel. The second we introduce She-Hulk <laughs> has,
3: has to happen at some point. They have to address that they're they're going to be destroying more than buildings.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Each other's hearts. Yes, of course. Yeah. I, I I still I'm going to double down on this Deadpool idea being the new Spider-Man because we know that when Deadpool loses a limb, it regenerates as a baby limb, baby legs, baby arms. What if he all he gets destroyed, regenerates as a baby and we deep fake Ryan Reynolds' face on a teenage body oh and that God. is our new Spider-Man. Wouldn't be- i regret teaching you what a deep fake <laughs> it's
0: your solution to everything. He calls out from work. Now he's like, Deep fake me in.
1: <laughs> Which it Marina... means just invite me to where you're going. I don't know what deep fake means. I just yeah. think it's a verb. You, I don't think you could spell it if you had to. Didn't I they can't do spell a, yeah. I can't read.
3: <laughs> didn't they do a Deadpool thing where he was just a brain?
1: At yeah. one point. His his whole body gets destroyed at one point. It yeah. starts from a brain and just builds its yeah, way up. Yeah, he gets like
3: Kamehameha down to atoms and he still comes back. So, like, <laughs> I imagine, yeah, you could do something like that. Just like
1: Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> just like Spider-Man. It's the same thing, kids. It's, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> All
3: right.
0: So, uh, speaking of bringing things back from the dead, uh, The Matrix is getting a sequel now. What? All this time later. The Matrix, by the way, one of the single franchises that... that Has like famously nailed a a movie, and then done sequels that made people think, "I never want to see a sequel for this again. (laughs) I want it to go die. (laughs) Like, like I want people to be punished and charged for war crimes because of the sequels of the Matrix. But the first is so good. (laughs) Yeah, they're no bad. There are no fan four stick, uh, (laughs) Mister Matrix Six. uh, But I do think that that. it it's it's so ripe that world that they created uh and not nailed later um <laughs> that it totally would make sense to bring it back especially now i mean did you hear this thing that i think it's some ridiculous percentage like maybe it's most people or some some crazy number do believe we are in a simulation now it's a very
1: popular idea you know the uh, it's one of the many conspiracy it's one of the conspiracy theory lights that if you could if we could all just stop at believing we're in simulations and go f- no further down that rabbit hole we'd probably be okay as a society unfortunately that's a gateway <laughs> conspiracy theory <laughs> there's so many other bad conspiracy theories so i stay away from it well, what do you believe I'm not getting into that here. <laughs> That's for late-night New York stars, <laughs> the New rock stars. Why is it, why is it a
0: Cinemax theory? Where it's like uh, it, where it's a it simulation, and it it's, just a it's a sexy. It's a sexy one. It's
1: all. I have to. It's. We have to have strip poker before I get into that no i yeah i think uh the simulation is um <laughs> we live in a <laughs> very very popular unfortunately or fortunately right now and it all starts with i mean we did our matrix rewatch and you know we found new stuff in it recently and uh i wanted to go deeper into this idea how right now in 2019 the ideas presented by the t- uh, 1999 matrix are more relevant to today's society far more than they were to 1999 society so it makes total sense to me that they're rebooting this doesn't hurt that Mr. breathtaking is it's going to be starring it Lawrence Fishburne referred to but, oh, yeah.
3: but how that's the thing cuz if you if you watched the last movie well they're ignoring them they, well <laughs> no, they, ha- they, they have, they have will. to be like okay that was another that was another layer
0: of the A, matrix that they see, that's or my event.
2: theory that they're yeah. going to like inception it in there and so, the like, well, well, yeah, let's let's,
0: let's formalize this theory section All right. what is this movie going to be about If you remember The Matrix, we're in a simulation, he's the one, and then other movies happen that are crazy. (laughs) Right. Well, they are ninja twins, and then a game. Yeah. And well he, he dies.
1: It. He he and Trinity both die at the end of the right. third one. And but does he? Does he? A lot of people believe that the real world is uh, just another simulation. It's gotta be. Right. But if he were to die in that simulation, he, he would die in Maybe. that. and uh, yeah, other at the end one. of
2: it they like take him out on right. some pyre oh, sure, machines. Sure. Sure. Well I mean if like, he like, didn't he die, then like Agent this. Smith yeah. wouldn't have died. Mm-hmm.
1: Because he had to die in order to kill the Agent Smith virus. So like he had to so, let his body Matrix resurrected.
0: Let's let's get this real specific, because they're listening, right? Uh the Wachowski
2: Well, it's just Lana Wachowski. Yeah, which is uh, interesting yeah, uh, that was interesting why have is it have they produced involved? anything separately before
3: since 8 was that just no
2: since 8 the second season uh, she directed okay alone, but. huh hmm. well okay so, so what's it gonna be about
0: and I'll say Keanu is coming back and so is Carrie Ann Moss uh, Keanu is pro- him having his moment right now is probably why this whole thing is coming back Carrie Ann Moss it was it has one character on a show that was canceled, so I'm also not surprised that she came back.
1: Jessica Jones, she was great in Jessica Jones, oh, she, yeah, and, the show, and yeah. it was canceled. It got longer run than most of the other ones did, right? Sure,
0: but I guess I'm saying she's not busy. Yeah. Uh, so they're both definitely back. We haven't heard about Lawrence Fishburne, who's raking in plenty of oh, blackish he's,
1: money. He's just gotta to be, come back. You know, one of my favorite thing in the Variety report about this, they said, uh, yeah, it's gonna be starring uh, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, no word about how they're gonna handle Lawrence Fishburne, who played Morbius uh, previously. So they called him Morbius, oh, but man. also they talked about him as if he was dead, as if they're like, what are they gonna do about Morpheus' character? Not only is the character, like, alive, he's the only one of those three yeah, who's alive yeah. at the end of those, but also the actor's alive too. It's not like, what are they gonna do about Carrie Fisher? Like, how are they gonna handle this? Like, the the... Morpheus one is the one no-brainer of how you bring him back. is Whoever wrote that variety the, the article must be fired. It's got, uh, almost got to be starring him. Like yeah. it's got to start with with Morpheus, it's almost. in his head. Yeah.
3: Morpheus, or that little head weird head kid who was
1: there at the sunrise at the end. Oh, That's yeah. my theory. Yeah. 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 Okay. Her. So here's my theory. Like the Matrix gets reset, right? Mm-hmm. Matri- the Neo we saw was the sixth anomaly, uh, and we know that past anomalies look just like him. At the end of Matrix Revolutions, a new seventh Matrix is forming. The difference being that humanity is given a choice of whether or not they want to be enslaved. They can be Cipher, or they can have Cave Orgies, whatever their choice is. Um, but there still is a seventh iteration of the Matrix. The machine Machines haven't been destroyed. There could be a new Thomas Anderson slash Neo that gets born into that Matrix and just lives a life the way he lives, or he lives freed, but he has to get dragged back in to solve some other kind of conspiracy that's so, happening.
0: So, in your version, uh, movie starts. You know, we see green numbers or whatever so says the Matrix for uh, Mister F- 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 uh-huh. uh, uh and then starts in an office setting and it's Keanu Reeves again, and he has not been awakened yet?
1: That'd be great. That's that's one idea. The other idea mm-hmm. is it wakes up like Neo does on the Nebuchadnezzar, uh, and he's living in some world, but he looks like badass John Wick Keanu now, mm-hmm. and he's just living in Zion, or living in the freed world, because he couldn't allow himself to get, you know, back, back in, but because you know, maybe all the humans that they're building or that they're farming still look like they're, you know, maybe they're being cloned, so they are older versions of themselves, and that's why they look the same, that's why you recast Keanu as opposed to a new actor mm-hmm. uh, they can find some way to justify that uh, and he's living in the free world but there's there's still like a cold war there's some kind of covert covert war between the machines and humans even though there's in peacetime it's it's a cold war and they're finding sneaky ways to lure people back into the matrix using like uh, VR escapism pornography gaming cool. all that stuff
0: I want to spin off of what you're saying right there at the end okay the original films were kind of about the the idea of the um, upcoming singularity computers kind of taking over eventually we uh, computers would be a essentially would be able to uh, have as much intelligence to them as a human brain uh, and that's obviously just inevitable and then this started to get people into these crazy ideas of like what if computers could control our thoughts yada 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 and that was a very fresh idea at that time and now i mean the that idea of kind of being plugged into something uh is almost what you do when you play vr so the question is, if you're bringing this back in 2019, the first one was what 99, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so all these years later, what what is the new commentary? What is it about?
3: What are you trying to to black mirror us with? You know? I think I know. So the whole the whole idea of like, I I'm not getting political. It might sound like I'm starting there, but I'm not. But the idea of like fake news, the idea of us uh, being use you, you being uh, utilized with our outrage in order to sell things and to Uh, distract from really important life stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of about that because it's this whole smoke and mirrors thing is sort of the essence of it. And I think it would be really interesting to see uh, Keanu maybe being tricked uh, or or maybe he's the villain in this one maybe he's agent smith because 6 7 iterations in the machines would kind of understand i think by the third time at least that there's something up right and that's why they created agent smith by the time keanu's character comes along that could have all been fabricated and now he's he's under the assumption he's living as a, a character who beat everything and is trying to stop someone, but that ends up being the next iteration of somebody trying to stop oh, the Matrix. Th- okay.
0: It, I think I see where you're going. It's insane. So I want to rewind yeah. it. And There's like it you have
3: to do stuff like that yeah. for this to work. I know, though. but that
0: is how kind of the Matrix works. You have, I'll say that you dropped it like really simply, like, oh, maybe Keanu's the villain. But you actually mean like that's almost like the twist of it. It's Keanu is back and he, said he has a mission, but he doesn't realize he's. Playing right into the machine's fake news, where they have put him against someone he doesn't realize the person they put him against is the next the
3: one exactly.
0: So he's he's the Agent Smith.
1: Gotcha. And there is that theory that Agent Smith is truly the one of the Matrix trilogy that he is the one who joins the Source and and threatens the Matrix in a way that Neo is just kind of serving that character's arc because the
3: computers like by the time you have a as frequent a pattern as that, they would have to have some sort of like realization that they need to they need to start tricking the things that are trying to trick them. You know know,
1: what's interesting is the whole idea of uh, Neo's hero's journey was a narrative that was a trick originally. That's what the architect was explaining that, uh, that Neo was an anomaly and in order to fix this anomaly and keep it on a cycle so they can reboot themselves every time. The Oracle came up with this idea of what if I sent someone on a hero's journey each iteration of the Matrix but what she did to screw that up is she created this love angle with Trinity then Neo chose love over choosing to restore the system so that kind of broke the cycle in a way mm-hmm. but yeah I think it's going to have to be another layer of trickery like yeah. they find out like the way revolutions ended was what if uh, humans had a choice you know that's what makes humans different from machines is we can choose we're not on these preset things um, but uh, the first Matrix posed a question of what if humans were slaves to machines Right. the next movie Matrix 4 could be what if humans chose to be slaves to machines because Matrix paradise. ended with a choice yeah. well, and what I mean, if say, we say that, that
0: sentence you just said again about uh, Matrix 4 what it's about but just process what we all do all day with all our technology
1: yeah I mean think every day we choose to uh, pick up our phones we choose to plug in and that's that's very much an idea that was at the cyberpunk core of the Wachowskis back in the late 90s and you know they went so far with it and they're in their original trilogy now they can go way deeper and turn the mirror back on society and be like we choose to live in simulations like we you know this is something we created this monster it's not like you know ai came in and they lurked in when we weren't looking and it I, took us over i think it
2: goes even beyond that right i think for the people who think they're living in the real world they're living in this dystopia they're fighting against this horrible like the horrible machines or they think they are but maybe that's just like another layer of the matrix, and the machines are using that to, to keep people under.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: Great.
0: Guys, uh, I'm gonna say that that really went rogue right there at the end, but Whoa. it all started with James L. McCune so you get the Ooh. rogue theory of the episode.
3: Yeah! yeah. Uh, yes. Was this for the Santa Claus thing? Is that what it was? Uh, <laughs> I, <think so>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you <laughs> came up with that and I had taken away <laughs> the rogue oh, theory so close of the not. episode, and I'll give you talk back
0: Santa. instead. Rogue questions! These are questions I have not seen. I did not write, and I do not like asking. Uh, Ready? The uh, the just whatever comes up, guys. All right. The next James Bond movie got a title this week: No Time to Die. Mm. <sighs> Pitch me your best Bond title.
1: Quantum of uh, Golden Pussy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Question mark. Mailed it. Question mark. Yeah. I,
0: I, I had the same thing in my head too, where I was like, you gotta get pussy in <laughs> there.
2: Uh, the solace of death? Yeah. That actually I mean, sounds uh, like that a good like one. Be, yeah. That feels like it would be it.
3: Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> bond takes a vacation <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's just uh, him in a bathing suit bond like, becomes off. <laughs> no yeah yeah it's just him trying Should've not to d- do had
0: it had baby bond too you would have loved it uh, guys a producer for the netflix series daredevil paid fifty thousand dollars in an auction for the main costume from the series what's the one thing from your old job you wish you stole or did steal I feel like you stole things. I, yeah, You're oh, you currently stealing things. <laughs> like I don't know when I'm gonna
1: get access to this many staple staplers and staplers. I didn't take any staples. So I was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He used to work for a
0: surgeon. Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ruined up staples. Okay. Oh, yeah, nice staples out there. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, old job, things you'd steal. I used to, I, I my day job before I got into entertainment stuff was I was customer service for a motorcycle company. I won't say which. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the only person on customer service. And I would just constantly think about if, if they can handle one person for the entirety of the continent for customer service, I want one of these bikes because they're never going <laughs> to fail. So I, I wish I had stolen like a, I'm not, I I'm almost set up my model. i won, but like a, a
2: bike. <laughs> it's a, a model bike. Yeah, just a model. Like yeah. a little, no, no, like an actual <laughs> yeah, I would definitely steal an Parks. office chair. I, they're mm-hmm. so weirdly expensive. Yeah, uh, and like these are pretty nice. You should yeah. think about maybe Just making sure that one you aren't home. left alone with them. I'll yeah. yeah. do that. It yeah. will fit in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I would steal so much of the SourceFed set. Ooh, yeah, uh, which they started to give away for free, but then uh, then. Other people had the same idea and, and stole right. it first. Uh, guys, the rebooted booted football league, the XFL, announced this week that their Seattle franchise will be the Dragons, partly inspired by Dungeons and Dragons, oh, which cool. is headquartered in Seattle. What's the dorkiest thing you could use to inspire a sports team name? <laughs>
3: <laughs> they kind of, they kind of did it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's like like
0: Pittsburgh yeah, p- deep
1: Pikachu's, yeah,
0: <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, oh, what about
1: the uh, the Jacksonville Natural Twenties?
0: Yeah, so you were on a team called the
2: Natural Twenty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a pretty yeah. dorky team. Actually,
2: yeah. I I went to NYU and our mascot was the Violet. We were the Fighting Violets. That's precious. That is the worst thing. <laughs> Just you could the color use for a sports team. Is it, I think is it's, it's a flower, a... but I'm not sure. Okay, we didn't. Have a lot of <laughs> sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. even get you get all the sports, not, not, even, yeah. not.
3: <laughs> not even people playing them. It would, pr- it would have to be something really niche, like something real specific that nobody would really understand at first mm. reference.
0: Oh yeah, like it, it's such a rare yeah, thing. If it
3: was like the the Noonan the Noonan kebora gepaboria, whatever the name of the the <laughs> like the the owl from Ocarina of Time that was actually yeah. Rauru in disguise, like if that were, if just something like real, real specific, that yeah, that's a, what like that's I could see the press conference
0: where the guy's like sweating, trying to explain, yeah. he was actually the owl. Yeah, <laughs> he,
3: he was actually a god, but it was in the shape of an owl and his head would turn upside down. Take him away, boys. <laughs> uh, Death
0: Stranding, an upcoming video game, uh, that could have been a, a Bond name. Death Stranding, an upcoming video game from the creator of Metal, Ge- Metal Gear Solid will let your character urinate And then use that as a weapon. Oh, thank God. Uh, What video game would most benefit from urine as weapons? Of Ooh. all the things. <laughs> I do Red, well, like,
1: Red Dead? Uh, I don't know if Red Dead Redemption would, because like, they're all covered in urine anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. constantly. But if yeah. in Mario Kart, you can make a spill happen, oh, and yeah, they're yeah. like, oh no, I'm out. covered
0: in
3: stink. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. But, yeah, oh, it stinks. I have to go shower. <laughs>
0: Somebody <laughs> ate asparagus.
2: Yeah, the Rainbow Road, just all the yellow bars
0: are just like urine spills. <laughs>
2: it's like an oil slick in Sonic, but just... Yeah, exactly. Oh, fantastic.
3: So Sonic would be hilarious. Can you imagine how strong his his stream would be
2: to have to like fight against the wind of his running.
3: Oh, so while he's running. So yeah. Sonic's just,
2: just covered.
3: In your <laughs> well, head. He's going at the speed to of light
1: when he's supersonic. So yeah. if
3: he's peeing, this is a good, uh, this, we have to get into the quantum theory of how he would piss forward while being supersonic. <laughs>
1: well, isn't that what they're doing? The VFX retouching on is just, uh, yeah, yeah, working yeah. some piss. We have yeah, to make sure teeth to his pee. <laughs> what I want to see. No, no, no. This, yeah.
3: uh, this brings up a bigger problem because, uh, you have knuckles who is an echidna. Echidnas have four penis heads
0: guys uh that's it for this episode of rogue theory uh thanks so much for for going rogue uh, with us everyone uh
3: thank you so much to our guests uh james allen mccune uh where can we find you you can find me on every social media platform as j allen mc j-a-l-l-e-n-mc i have a a youtube channel under my name james allen mccune and a patreon and that sort of thing and awesome yeah. great and also
0: you'll finish on
3: your patreon for
0: people who pay ten dollars or more you'll find out what those four penis heads do I will, each one I, is
3: different i will <laughs> give you one the higher tier you go up you get four exactly. tiers oh, yeah, yeah. you will literally
0: get one in the six, mail six. it's expensive uh, but worth it guys uh matt <laughs> bb
2: uh where can we find you uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at mt uh
3: uh,
0: uh,
2: and if you're in L.A., the first Wednesday of every month at the West Side Comedy Theater. Uh, got a sketch show, Back Alley Racket Club. Awesome.
0: Great. Uh, I'll check you out there. And then, Eric, uh, where can we find you? What do we have going on this week?
1: Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, at Voss, And on the channel, we have some interesting videos coming out. We're going to be doing a deep dive into The Matrix and specifically what happens in the Matrix the second two Matrix movies to set up this next one and why they could be doing it. Some of the stuff we've been talking about here. Um, D23 is happening, right? now, so maybe by the time you're watching this, you've seen some trailers come out. You know there's going to be one for The Mandalorian. Uh, maybe some stuff about some of the Marvel stuff. Uh, we will be breaking that down next week. We have another video looking at uh, Doctor Strange's mindset because uh, according to the Russo brothers, that guy lived through 14,605 different futures, and that means his mind is over 2,000 years old. So what does that do to the human psyche, and how can that set up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? we got a whole video about that. Uh, I'm really excited for you guys to see. All
0: also, you once did a video about if cars, uh, in the movie Cars, right? We have not if, talked if, if about there's, if there's a Hitler in if it.
1: Cars. Exist. <laughs> yeah. If there uh, is a World War II in the Cars universe, yeah, but there
0: is. Think about it. Then, is there a Cars Hitler? Uh, is there a make Cars, sure cars that that's I just want people to get the full spectrum of. Would Hitler
1: you're... be an Audi? Would he be? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would run well. Certainly, it'd be an Austrian oh, yeah. car,
1: probably. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it blows its blows itself out I don't know Uh, guys (laughs) do not forget to subscribe We're gonna cut that. Is the anyway. gun senti- no, please Is don't. The gun do senti-
3: Does <laughs> a gun have eyes? Another question about how cars do it. <laughs> do they blow themselves yeah. up. Uh,
0: cars have four penises. Funny guy. uh, uh, guys. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Rogue Theory podcast feed. It comes out before the video does. Uh, stay tuned to the YouTube channel for all of those things and also that cars Hitler video. Uh, uh, guys, follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars. Follow me at Philip Molina on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, this was that I just got real terrible stuff in my head now about what's true in the cars universe I got to go rewatch that cars verse
3: (laughs) (laughs) how do they procreate